Welcome to the Social Selling and Tech Podcast, brought to you by the Canadian Professional Sales Association. Jamie Shanks, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for the invite, Bill. Okay, so today we're talking about CRMs, and we're going to get started with quite a big question. Uh, What would you say to a salesperson who says that they don't need to use a CRM to manage their sales funnel. Perhaps they feel like they're organized enough through spreadsheets or they, they just concentrate on using LinkedIn to, to filter folk. Well, fantastic. I mean, at the end of the day, I can give you a car without an engine. You're more than welcome <laughs> to push it down the road. A, a CRM, whether, and, and let's define CRM. You know, it's a customer relationship management tool. That doesn't necessarily mean that you have to blow your brains out and procure some something bigger than you can handle personally. There are free tools. There's those that leverage spreadsheets. I personally don't think that, I mean, to me, in a way that's um, manual in nature, and, and that's a starting point. Of course, for my growing business, we've invested heavily in a CRM. But as a sales professional, you, you cannot rely on your your memory, nor notebooks as a form of keeping you organized on the relationships, um, the next steps. And that's just a tiny portion of CRM. For me, the biggest value of a CRM is the interconnectivity of other applications that make my sales job easier. Um, so it depends on your viewpoint. If it's about storing information about past steps and next steps, yeah, I mean, yes, you could use spreadsheets, but really the real value of CRMs and what we get out of it is the interconnectivity to every application in my business. Okay, so we're getting straight at it. We're, we're going to talk about uh, all of the different features you can get by connecting your clever CRM with, with other tools. I thought perhaps we might save that one till later, but it's a key point. So uh, <laughs> imagine that you do integrate your CRM with uh, different email marketing tools or social listening tools or I'm, i won't spoil the list because i'm sure you can go through those in a moment um what, what, what's the kind of information that can be captured by by, by integrating to that extent well I'll just use ours as an example so we use salesforce.com every interaction before somebody becomes a customer so that means we have connected our marketing automation platform our employee advocacy platform. We've connected our sales acceleration platform. And I'll kind of go through all those in a second. So from a perspective accounts standpoint, everything we do from pre-sales professional touches, so we're talking marketing level touches, all the way to the sales professionals, daily cadences and sequences of communication, email, social, content sharing, uh, there's uh, there's applications built on top that keep them abreast as to uh, what to say, when to say it. That's kind of like a sales acceleration tool, auto dialing and so forth. Um, and then upon becoming a customer, we have, cus- we have clientsuccess.com. So everything that manages our customers, everything that manages our channel partners, QuickBooks. I mean, CRM, think of it as the brain to our entire business. And in a, in a small business like mine, it's a form of like an ERP. It is the central nervous system to my entire company and all other applications revolve around it. Salesforce is the sun and everything else is planets and moons. 
Okay, so it's this big brain in the organization. I like that. That's good. Um, how much of this brain is an automated cyborg? Um, <laughs> how much? Because there's a lot of talk, obviously, at the moment about you know, uh, eighteen months, twenty-four months in the future, a lot of sales jobs maybe won't be around, or they'll, they'll be significantly different because of chatbots and lots of different forms of AI. Where does the CRM fit into all of that? Can it, will there be lots of uh, current sales roles, which, which the CRM will be able to manage with the different and and I I don't believe that's the case. I believe that the weak sales roles. So if you looked at Forrester's data, there's four types of archetypes of a seller. You know, the explainer, which is like a, a somebody that does demos, and the relationship manager, the the great trusted advisors, the the sales professionals that are adding tons of value. They'll never be replaced. So if you're a sales professional that is truly there helping a customer along their journey, you're in great hands. A CRM is your ally and advocate to bring speed to revenue. All it is, it it is helping shorten the sales cycle, providing you information to have contextual conversations. Humans close deals. Humans are the ones that, uh, that, you know, host the, the proposal meetings, negotiate deals, sit in the boardrooms. Um, at the end of the day, the CRM is there to aid you along the journey to help you provide you information so that you can make informed decisions along that journey. Uh, but if, if you're a sales professional that, uh, that A, is worried that the CRM um, could be so automated, automated it's taking you out of the game, then you're not a value-centric seller. You are a widget. And then absolutely you may be replaced, but that's not the core purpose of the CRM. Well, that's wonderful. I've just got this vision now of your boss walking down the corridor and pointing his finger and saying, you are a widget, sir. <laughs> well, and in <laughs> fact, you know, I was working as a, that's a funny story because I was working at a software company. This is before I started a consulting company. And uh, the CEO walked around the corner with a group of investors and pointed to me and said, this is our number one demo doer. And I was an explainer. I was the archetype that Forrester talks about that is at risk. I, his view of me was I am a, you know, a glorified tape recorder who does demos. And, and those type of sellers are going to struggle in the future. Um, now, the CRM can't replace even that. But uh, no, yeah, no, I was that widget. The best CRMs now, uh, they'll link up with various different social media platforms and profiles and all that cool stuff. Is that actually more important now than than uh, recording face-to-face conversations because it's bigger data? Tell us a bit about that. All critical. At the end of the day, uh, what I want out of my CRM is behavioral information, so activity-based information, as well as results-based information. So I'll give you an example. Uh, if you're in any normal CRM, if you're in uh, Microsoft Dynamics, if you're in Salesforce.com, under any contact or account or opportunity, you can log activity, phone calls, emails, social conversations, face-to-face meetings, uh, you know, pigeon carrier messages. You can, you can measure it all. I, as a leader and as a seller, I want to know how, how often am I having a meeting? What's the the uh, the frequency of meeting am i meeting average customers every two weeks or every four weeks i need to collect behavior and action information 
as well, I need to see leads, opportunities, and so forth being created or influenced through various sources like social. So when you're looking at it, all of this information, LinkedIn messages, Twitter messages, Facebook, phone calls, emails, all should be logged in there so you can figure out what communication methods, mediums are best for you and your company when creating next steps with customers. And that's what, at the end of the day, how did my business became a multi-million dollar business because I took the time and I, and, and I, listen, it was laborious. It took the time to gather this information in a CRM. And after five years, I have so much data to pull from. I know that if a deal as an example takes longer than 90 days to close, the probability of it becoming a customer is less than 10%. So now it triggers a report. Anything older than 90 days, you know, get ready because that's a giant red flag. If I didn't have a CRM, I wouldn't know that, or it would have been very subjective rather than objective. Now, in one of the many sources that I was reading, written by you, sir, ahead of the, the interview today, uh, you, you mentioned that in addition to the CRM, uh, there are three other tools needed to measure social selling success, and, and they are uh, marketing automation platforms, a content aggregator and distribution platform, and social selling Sorry, in social platforms such as LinkedIn and Twitter, can you can you walk us through how each fits in? Yeah, absolutely. So, our marketing automation platform. Think of it as the the giant net that captures lead information specifically from inbound. Now, marketing automation has outbound functions, but ultimately, it's registering who's reading your your emails and your social messages, but as well who's on your website, who's checking checking out all of your online content, and it's scoring and tabulating all this information to be able to spit you out what we would be called marketing qualified leads. That is connected to an employee advocacy or content library, which we are sharing content, whether it's via email or social, and you know to help push buyers off their status quo or to teach them something they didn't know. But marketing automation and that employee advocacy tool are connected because they're scoring where are the sources coming from, what sales professionals are sharing content that are actually driving the leads. And then ultimately, the social platforms are the mediums at which the sellers or sorry, the buyers are reading information, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and so forth. So they're all interconnected. Think of my marketing automation platform. If the CRM is the brain, then the marketing automation is like the hands collecting all the leads. But it's collecting it using these tools. It's gathering information from the content library or employee advocacy, and it's sharing this content on social platforms like LinkedIn. Perfect. That just leaves me to say, Jamie Shanks, thanks for being the guest today. Thank you so much for the invite. Thank you for listening to the Social Selling and Tech Show. Learn more about the training and benefits from the Canadian Professional Sales Association at cpsa.com.